I should just add a disclaimer that I have like two dogs here beside me and they're not the most quiet of beings. So if you hear like strange noises, it's them. Okay, welcome back to Listen Here, Missy. I'm Danielle. I'm Jessie. I've completely lost count of what episode number we're on, so let's just stop saying the episode number. Yeah, it is, because like when I was doing the Taylor Swift episode, I thought it was episode 13, and I was like, talk about the cinnamon uh, trip, and then yeah. it wasn't. It that was have been good. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> we could have organized that better. Um, I suppose we should just say we're recording remotely. Yeah. Um, today, so I hope the, the quality is okay. I got a new microphone so we can record. It's a bit strange not being there. <laughs> but yeah, it's all kind of the same because your screen is like literally there like in front of me. So it's like you're there, but you're not there. <laughs> it's it's um, coronavirus proof. <laughs> yeah, it kind of got to the point where like we did miss another week and we'll get into that. But it was like starting to get very hard to organize to record. And then there is the whole thing with like covid and we're kind of trying to make plans in case we can't record going into the new year for any reason um, together. So we, we decided we'd try out this remote setup. Yeah. I can't believe it's the start of December. Like, how is it Christmas in three weeks? Madness. Yeah, it's the first. I have my advent calendar there. I'm going to open it now later on. <laughs> like a child. I got, I got one at, like reduced yesterday and Aldi's delighted. Yeah, I got those ones reduced. I'm not paying full price for a, for an advent calendar. And they're probably reduced even more today. Yeah, probably. Although sometimes they're really hard to get once you go into December. Yeah, that's I was there like trying to like decide yesterday even when I was in doing the shop. I was like, do I get it today or do I come in tomorrow and risk it not being <laughs> sake of probably a euro? I'll get it now. Yeah, it's better to be safe than sorry. We have one as well. We got the, if you're in pennies and you like Harry Potter, they have um, a snitch. It's like a wooden snitch and it has like little drawers. So I have to get things to put in the drawers. Is there any celeb news? I'm trying to think. I was trying to think therefore like I logged onto the call and I was like, I can't remember. Like my head is like a sieve now for things. It's like I get really obsessed with like a story for like an hour or two and then I move on and I forget all about it. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Me too. I was like, oh, your man Tom and Zendaya are like red carpet official. Is it like official? Like, Right. I know that they're together and like they're officially together, but like it was kind of funny what they did. Like they didn't actually walk the red carpet together. They posed separately and it was only when they went into the event yeah. that they were, like posing up a store. Yeah. I don't but, I thought I thought it was the premiere for Spider Man. And but it no, wasn't. It was it like random. a sports thing. But like the cynic in me is a bit like the timing of them suddenly being photographed. Oh together. yeah. Like Just the movie's coming out in two weeks. There. Yeah. It is a bit because I was looking at it and I was like, oh, it must be the, the premiere for Spider-Man. And I was like, I'll go on and see if there's tickets to book for the movie. Like, obviously, they're like, there was, by the way, if you're a Marvel fan, go book. Um, and then I was looking at the awards and I was seeing Formula One drivers there. And I was like, geez, my worlds are colliding. What's going on? What is this event? Why would they be at a Spider-Man premiere? Um, but it wasn't. It was like some kind of football thing. I don't know. Was it not a fashion thing? No, it was because they were giving out like football awards. Don't know. In the shape of a football. But like it worked anyway, didn't it? It highlighted to you to go book your tickets, seeing yeah. the two of them together. So like there you go. I am susceptible to marketing. Yep. <laughs> that is what we have learned. So, like, is it a showmance or is it a real romance? A little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be complaining if I was either one of them. Do you know? <laughs> Jesse is low key obsessed with the two of them. Like someday there's going to be a restraining order taken out. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For- to her own protection because jesse is their number one stand like i I text jesse the other night and she was on about the movie coming out i was like has this movie not already come out i feel like every week there's like a new marvel movie or like every year there's a new spider-man and like the spider-man movies i did look it up the names are so similar like it's like homecoming far from home it's like point (laughs) no way home you only have like zero interest in all of this it just feels like they're releasing the same movie over and over again danielle you've just insulted the marvel fans of the world and there are so many of them so why is there a third movie of that like princess switch and why is there not a second movie of the night before christmas because i thought that was better 
Oh, I heard a fan theory about this, that there's going to be a fourth Christmas Switch movie and the Vanessa Hudgens in The Night Before Christmas is going to come in as like the fourth lookalike. Yeah, they all exist in the same universe, apparently. But like still, there's three of those movies and just like one of the other ones. And I thought that was like a nicer. I don't remember it. I remember watching it with my friend. When did it come out? Christmas 2019? Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't watched it since, so I might rewatch it. But I did watch The Princess Switch 3. I binged the first series of Emily in Paris until like midnight. And then I was like, you know what I'll do now? Princess to- Princess Switch 3. I was awake until like half two. <laughs> it's a long movie. It's like an hour and 40 minutes. Not necessary. I don't think I watched the second one. I watched the first one. I don't think I watched the second one. And yeah, I don't think you could pay me to watch the third one now. <laughs> It, uh, I I actually it's better than the second one I actually did enjoy it now I might have been delusional because it was like half two and I was like this looking at it but that's not the point I did enjoy it I think it was quite good um Vanessa Hudgens English accent is something to be desired both she does like two different ones so she does like a posh like royal sorry she does like a posh royal type one and then she does like an over exaggerated like aristocratic drawl it's just hilarious but your man from EastEnders is in it, which is so random. I don't know who he was in EastEnders. I don't know who he played. I can't remember. But oh, no. if you up. watch it, you'll probably recognize him if you've watched EastEnders. Um, anyway, we've gone off on quite the tangent. Yeah, we have, yeah. Do you want to jump into the topic then? It's kind of your thing. Yeah, I'm basically like making the whole episode about me. Because <laughs> no, there I you go. I am the news. <laughs> If you can hear like water sloshing around the place, I have a hot water bottle on my lap because I'm freezing. So just ignore it. <laughs> That's what you can hear. I moved there and I went like, I really kind of feel like you're sitting in the room with us between the dogs <laughs> and hot water bottles. Like we are just having like a nice friendly chat amongst friends. Mm-hmm. My dog is now coughing. So there you go. Perfect. She just wanted to make herself known. Anyway, yeah. Um, I have a like a tale to tell like we I was kind of like had it down on the list and there's kind of like various things on our list to talk about mm-hmm. um so this will kind of like weave a few of them in but like we will come back to some of it um I don't mind sharing like any of this because like I wish someone had shared some of this stuff like when I was like a teen mm-hmm. um so yeah the reason we are like a week late with the podcast is like I we just couldn't make it work for like a few reasons and like sometimes we kind of record like maybe like on the Saturday or the Sunday or even the Monday but I couldn't any day, really <laughs> yeah any day just the one we can just like squeeze it in yeah. um, So like I had to go over to the hospital <laughs> on Monday that sounds so dramatic like leading into like oh I had to go to hospital I just had to go to hospital for blood tests and um, because Pretty I random that they sent you to hospital yeah um like it was a big thing so like I um, yeah I'll jump back and I'll like lead you up to like the hospital <laughs> business like suspense there for it so basically I have this thing called PCOS which is polycystic ovarian syndrome it's actually not cysts but I do have cysts as well it's a separate thing okay. even though it's yeah. polycystic it's quite um people seem to think it's cysts but it actually isn't it's more a hormonal imbalance mm-hmm. And, but I actually also have a cyst on my ovary that kills me as well. So like, yay for me having two things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have PCOS and I've known I've had it for God, about 10 years or whatever. I'll go into it more because like we do a lot about periods and stuff on Missy. And I think it's probably the topic that we get the most questions and stuff about. So like, we'll definitely come back and go into like, more detail about like especially like getting like your first period and like all that kind of stuff because like we got a huge reaction to that last year when we did stuff about it do you remember yeah yeah definitely and I think like with things like endometriosis and PCOS like it's something that comes with periods for an awful lot of people and it's not really highlighted in the whole kind of period journey or whatever you want to call it like do you know what I mean I didn't even know what PCOS was until my doctor was like PCOS I was like exactly it's a bit it's so strange like that it's like not spoken about like it's just like oh yeah you're in pain shrug shoulders 
Yeah, it's actually like a really common thing and it's becoming um, more common. So like I was actually really lucky um, that I got diagnosed with it so early because I know a lot of people don't get diagnosed until maybe later in life mm-hmm. when, you know, they maybe go to try to get pregnant or whatever and they realize that like their cycles are completely all over the place. So just like a brief um, thing was that like for me when I was a teenager, I just had such irregular periods like I'd maybe have like one or two periods a year and like it really freaked me out because like I used to read the teen magazines and like there used to be like really like stupid over dramatic stories like I started menopause when I was 16 and I used to get very like oh my god like is there something wrong with me or like you know and it really stressed me out for like a number of years and like I'd be very um especially like when I was a teenager I'd be very like shy and even like saying it to my mom I didn't say it for like a long time yeah. And it kind of got to a point where, like, one day I just said to her, I was like, there's something wrong here. Mm-hmm. So the next day I was over at the doctor. I said it to my doctor. And, like, I remember saying it to him. And, like, I actually nearly wanted the ground to open up, like, and swallow me. Like, I was so mortified. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know why I was. Because, like, honestly, like, he was a GP for, like, 50-odd years. <laughs> I'm sure he heard it all. And, like, yeah. you know, a girl coming in saying that she has issues with her periods. It was, like you know I think you probably 10 of us coming in every day like but yeah. you know like when you're that age it just feels like such a big thing and like you don't understand what's going on and you just feel like there's something wrong with you and that you should be embarrassed by that or something yeah definitely and um, so that was me anyway where it's like now I wouldn't care but like <laughs> I just think you know like when you're younger like sometimes like you do kind of get into your head about these things but I was really lucky because like straight away like he didn't dismiss what I was saying and it wasn't like oh it'll settle down you know yeah. blah 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 he sent me straight away up to the hospital to see the gynecologist Um, so I went to go see a gynecologist and um, he was really nice and he was really reassuring he was like look we'll just like put you on the pill which seems to be the answer to yeah. anything that's wrong with you and he um, was like look we'll put you on the pill for like a year you know if you come off the pill after a year like it might be after like making them more regular and like see how you're getting on so that was fine I went on the pill and um everything was grand I came off of it like a year later because I was curious myself to see you know like if it would like regulate them or whatever and Mm. it didn't so I had to go back to the hospital again and that's when they did the tests so um I had to have a blood test to test um the hormones in my body Mm -hmm. and then I also had to have a scan and on the scan like I mean it looked like nothing to me but they were like trying to point it out to me I have all these like follicles on both of my ovaries Mm -hmm. and that's to do with like the hormones and PCOS um so I have quite a few of them and then I actually have cysts as well um so like I just went back on the pill and they're like be grand you're fine and yeah. um, I don't suffer like too badly with PCOS um I'll go into this like another day like there are like some symptoms and I am as I said going to see the doctor next week about it so like I'll have more information yeah about it and I just want to say if anyone's like freaking out like hearing that like I had irregular periods and now they're like oh my god PCOS you mightn't and like it's not that big of a deal if there are any concerns you have just go to your doctor like your doctor will help you through it it's not an invasive thing to get investigated as I said mainly just like a blood test and they can tell from the levels of hormones in your body and you know you can be sorted out so um yeah came off the pill for a few years decided I want to go back on a few weeks ago got a prescription for the pill I was on before started taking it well (laughs) You say it didn't agree with me would be an understatement. Yeah. Like I was like, felt so sick. I had like headaches. I honestly like could have killed someone. I was so like angry. How for, like, admit that I'm <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. But like, I honestly, and like, I wouldn't usually be like a really hormonal person, but oh my God, I felt like yeah. a different person. Even my mom was like, I think you're a bit touchy at the moment. <laughs> oh gosh, that's not the thing to say to somebody who is. No, it's not. And like, I was so like irrationally, like I'd get angry, like over like nothing. Like if you just yeah. drive into the car and suddenly I'd be like, I feel so angry. And like, I just knew my own body, like straight away, this wasn't like me. Yeah. And like, I know a lot of people have concerns about going on the pill and stuff like that. 
like 99% of people are grand. Like, you know, you get like a pill that you're fine with. Some people like it takes a while to find a pill and that's fine. Like it's as long as you know your own body and like what's normal for you, you can get it sorted out. So uh, yeah, I stopped taking it because I just knew I wasn't right. And yeah, I just felt like really like my head nearly felt fluffy or something like that. Like I couldn't concentrate on things. And so yeah, I went back to the doctor. They were like, look, there's no point us prescribing you like different pills if it's going to set you off just go back to the hospital get a blood test they'll be able to find the right pill because it depends on your like hormone levels which pill you should be on yeah so it's like progesterone estrogen yeah really they should be like blood testing you like when you do go on the pill because like I think that like that would cut out this kind of like people trying to find one that like agrees with them like I feel like yeah more sense yeah I, I was blood tested before I went on the pill but that's because they were looking for different things to see like what was going on. Um, And then they prescribed one and I was on it for a few years and I switched a few times and I was on the pill since I was 16. I'm 26 now. And I just stopped taking it a few months ago, much to my mother's dismay, but (laughs) she was like, what's going on? I was like, "Mm, I just did. No grandkids yet. Yeah. I was like, I've been on this for 10 years and it's not really vibing with it. So I just stopped. Yeah, like you, you know your own body. Like it just yeah. like I was on another pill for a while, like a few years ago, and like I don't know, maybe it was just like what I was going through at the time. But I just didn't really feel like I was vibing with mm. it. Like it's just like sometimes you just know your own body. Like and you know it's not the end of the world to stop it or like and then go back on it or go for another one or whatever. Yeah. As long as like you're taking other precautions, um. But like yeah, I just think it's really important to like listen to your body. Yeah, definitely. And like, there's obviously other contraceptives as well, like just not yeah. the pill. like you could get like the bar, the coil, is that what it's called? Yeah. An IUD, is that another yeah, one? Or IUD, yeah, um, yeah, it's IUDs aren't as like widely used in Ireland. It's kind mm. of more given for um, women who've like given birth and stuff like that. But I do actually have a friend who got one like quite early on. Um, I think she was only like in her early 20s. So like, if you do feel like you need it for you know even if you want it push for it like that's the thing I've learned especially when it comes to women's health I was really lucky with my doctor when I went that time but I know a lot of people who went to the doctor and they kind of get dismissed if you feel like you need something or you want something push for it Mm -hmm. it's your body at the end of the day so go for it yeah definitely because didn't you say you had a hard time getting re-prescribed the pill yeah so that was I actually like meant to talk about this like a few weeks ago um on the podcast and then it like took kind of the turn that like it wasn't agreeing with me so yeah yeah, I decided I wanted to go back on the pill for like a few reasons and um I rang my doctor I have a different doctor now because my other lovely doctor retired a few years ago Mm -hmm. and I rang the doctor and look I know things are really difficult with COVID at the moment but like I personally feel like my GP at the moment has kind of taken it a bit too far in terms of trying to get in Oh, really? You see him, and I know other people who've had issues um trying to get in. So like, I rang and explained to the receptionist like I just wanted like a prescription for the pill. Please give me the pill. It was my first day of my period, so like that's the day you're supposed to start taking the pill if you've got um a prescription for it. And I was like, look, I'm just going to get sorry today. And she was like, oh, he can't see you until next week. I was like, I literally just need to go in. And like get my blood pressure taken like that's all they're doing yeah and like they're bringing it in next year that if you're under 25 it's free for the check to go in mm-hmm. but at the moment I think it's 60 euro to go in like look I don't mind paying the 60 euro please give me the pill but like he wouldn't give it to me and he was like no like it has to be next week and I was like I want to start it today or like in the next day or two and um so eventually I was like look if I go into a pharmacy and get my blood pressure taken and tell him what the blood pressure is like, will he give me the prescription? Come to me, I have a blood pressure machine. Oh, there you go. Now I know for the next time. And like, she was like, oh yeah, well like, you know, he'll still charge 35 euro for the phone call on Friday. This was like Tuesday. On Friday. And was, on Friday. I was like, you want to like ring me for two minutes on Friday and charge me 35 euro for it. I was like, I need this now. Give me my pills. <laughs> so like, I then went to... Lloyd's pharmacy so they have an online 
prescription service and mm-hmm. um, it's 25 euro to get like a six month prescription and then you obviously have to pay for the prescription I think like most pills are maybe about 68 euro per month um so like I filled out the form filled out the information like loads of people had said online I've seen people talking about the Lloyd service that you know you put in the prescription they give you the prescription you get your blood pressure checked mm-hmm. in the shop and there's a Lloyd's like maybe about 15 minutes out the road from me mm-hmm. kind of closer out towards Jesse and I could have called in for the tea when I was out there <laughs> and the blood pressure um, yeah <laughs> there you go see what it done for me and um I filled it all in they took the money from my account with like say so my revolute as a grant an hour later I got an email and they're like we cannot give you this prescription why yeah I was like what and they were like you need your blood pressure checked and I was like but you literally advertise that you take blood pressure in the store so like can I not like go get my blood pressure taken in the store my blood pressure is fine you give me the pills they didn't reply to me until five days later uh why didn't you ring them Oh, I was just like so annoyed over like, honestly, and I'm one of those people like I nearly die on a hill for I'd write anyone. I'm straight on the phone. I'm like, listen. <laughs> so like then I suddenly remembered, oh, no. just just suddenly, it's like good Tobin. <laughs> remembered that I have Leia Healthcare and that yeah. as part of Leia, you can get your prescriptions done. Mm-hmm. Or like ring up the GP, I think because of COVID at the moment, you can have unlimited like GP calls or whatever. So I filled out the form on Leia. 10 minutes later, they sent me the prescription. And then I went in and collected it in a pharmacy who did my blood pressure. My blood pressure was perfect. Everything was sorted. What a time to be alive. Did it all on my phone sitting in the car. Grand. So what well, capitalism. <laughs> there you go. Just in give it to me there. And then I, I refuse to wait for things I want to know (laughs) so yeah I was like grand I was back on the pill I was initially prescribed by the gynecologist it was like one of the options on Leia when I was ordering it they have all the options it's really handy this is not an ad for Leia but if they want to sponsor us I will shout from the rooftops because I have a lot of time for Leia so yeah I was like grand now I will say I'm a hypochondriac so like I kept checking my legs for like blood clots for like the week or two after like I was constantly like just being like is is that a cramp now from being out walking like you know five miles a day or is that a blood clot I I know I am so like I thought everything was going well kind of started to get the suspicion maybe like two weeks in that like I wasn't really myself um I took a break so like you don't actually need to take a pill break any more they've changed the guidelines on it they so got rid of the pope rule <laughs> but like you know it still says it on the prescription like on the little label when I got it, it was like take for 21 days and then take a seven day break but that actually isn't the guidelines anymore Jesse would you like to say the guidelines you know as you're so into this whole pope rule thing well no they just because when when the pill was invented by a man I assume is what it was invented by a man, wasn't it? Probably feel like it was. Um, the he had to go to get approval from the Pope or something like that, and the Pope was like, "Nah, no women. Women need to have a period. No, that's not that's not happening." So they put in a seven day break so that you would get an artificial period, and the Pope yeah, was like, "Yes, yeah, like I didn't realize that for quite a long time like it's not a real period it's just the bleed it's like yeah I I forgot what a real period felt like and then when I came off the pill and got a real period I was like now I know why I was on the pill (laughs) I was like this is not fun but it gives you something to complain about so I mean it's all about balance yeah so the idea before was that you took it for 20 I say 27 21 days and you take a seven day break whereas now the advice is one if you're going to take a break you take it for four days mm-hmm. and then you start again it's like the only thing about that is like I found it really handy that I always knew like a Friday was the day I used to start my new pack of pills so yeah. like you're going to have like a different day every month so like it's it a little bit confusing um but now it's you yeah so you take a four-day break you have like a short bleed and then you start or you your- don't even have to take a break yeah, that's the other thing is you don't have to actually take a break. They kind of recommend you do like three packs together. Yeah, like back to back. Take yeah. a four day break and then continue on. And the reason that like doctors do recommend that you do try to have like, you know, 
up to like three to four bleeds or periods a year is that like you're kind of like the womb kind of needs to self-clean nearly like it, it like you kind of need to it that's where like you can kind of get more issues like down the road and stuff like that it's like the cells kind of need to like turn yeah over basically um because one of my doctors said that to me before about like running packs together that like or even when my period is really irregular he's like as long as you're having three or four a year you'll yeah. be fine because I used to always be like, so like if I, if when I was on my pill and I had like an event coming up or I was going on a holiday, I'd be like, oh, I'll just keep taking it because like I don't yeah. want to have my period on a beach yeah. or in a pool or whatever. Um, but I would always feel a bit strange or something. I was like, oh, it feels, it feels odd not to have a period, even though technically it's not like a, a real period or whatever. But like, I just feel like when you get used to something, it's like from 11 to 16, I was having natural periods. And then from like 16 to 26, they were like artificial periods but it just felt odd to not have that say like over those like five years I built up a thing of being like okay once a month and it was kind of very hard for me to separate from that I don't know why I think it was just all in my head but it just felt odd which I think is kind of what we're taught you know it's kind of like a societal thing or something it's like oh once a month you're supposed to like lie on the couch and eat your chocolate and have a cry which is fine I mean yes do it but at the same time it was just strange if you didn't have it yeah, I think I only ever ran like maybe two packets together. The odd time, it wouldn't have been something I would have done like frequently again. Like as you said, if I was going on holiday or, you know, if yeah. I had something going on or whatever. But like I always used to feel like I was doing something bad. Like as in like I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, like it was unhealthy or something. Um, I don't know what it was about. But if you, if, if just to say, if you have, if you're like not, you don't want to go on the pill or whatever. And there is something that like you're going on a holiday and you don't want to get your period. You can go to your doctor and get uh thing that will delay your period I've been on it a few times when I was younger oh I didn't know that was a thing yeah you can get I think I was like 12 and we were going on a family holiday and I was like, oh my period's gonna come and I'm not gonna be able to like enjoy it because I used to get really bad periods and like my cousins will be in the pool and I don't want to get in the pool on my period and just like you know being self-conscious teen teenager yeah. and yeah my doctor gave me something that like delays your period for like a week I didn't know that that was a thing now I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it because I'm like I wonder was he just covered me and it was like a, a psychological thing where the I was like him just giving you like yeah like a placebo effect and I like manifested not getting my our periods all just in our heads oh god no. no they're definitely not one of the reasons I decided to go back on the pill was I had a horrific one there like last month and I'm like, no, not doing this again yeah no it can be it can be a bit horrendous um yeah so like I was off the pill for like a few years and I have noticed over the past kind of year year and a half I do get them more regular I started using the tracker on the Fitbit but I actually switched to the flow app the free one yeah I have like, that it likes to tell me it pops exactly. up it's like this is why you might be feeling this way and I was like I wasn't feeling it anyway but now I'm pretty yeah, but now I am <laughs> um it was actually really good I, I'd really recommend it and um, there is a paid version but the free version is really really excellent and it actually sends you pill reminders every day like if you are taking a contraceptive pill and um, so it's a good way to like remember especially if you're doing like the breaks and stuff like that and um, it can um, get a bit confusing but yeah one of the reasons they have said that four days is fine for taking the break now is that they reckon that there's less kind of room for like accidents to happen that like you know sometimes like if you maybe like you're on a pill break and you maybe forget to take it so you're maybe eight or nine days without mm-hmm. taking one that can kind of affect you know especially from a contraceptive point of view like how effective it is but they reckon if you just take like a four-day one it just makes it work the effectiveness of it basically is up more so that's why the new guidance has come in so that's kind of something to kind of keep in mind as well yeah that's interesting um the thing that you can get is called Northeastern, we'll put the name in the notes for up to 17 days delay so there you go don't let your period get you down no like that's actually like I really wish I hadn't owned that like when I was um, a teen because like I like I had really really irregular ones but like you constantly like on edge of like yeah. when was it suddenly going to like make an appearance like because I had no like honestly it could just show up whenever like you know I know some people like kind of know or whatever but like honestly like a few times like it would just suddenly appear and it would not be good yeah no 
Yeah, I don't know how my mom knew about that. That's I I'm thinking about it. Like she was very forward thinking. She was like, right, we'll go to the doctor. You can get a pill that like um delays your period. I was like, okay, grand. Um, I was gonna ask you, I was like, do you think that there is I think I think there is, but like like so like the stigma around the pill, as it were, like what what's your kind of interaction with that, shall we say? I remember when, so like I went over to the gynecologist and like, he was like, oh, we'll put you on the pill. And he was like, do you want me to tell your mother? And I was like, no, I'll tell her myself. And I told her and she was like, like, what? Like, and I was like, no, like it's just for that reason. And like, she was totally grand about it then. Like it wasn't like she freaked out about it. But like, I remember like, you know, I was in sixth year at the time. And like all the girls in my group, honestly, like we constantly used to be talking about it in school and we were all on different ones. Yeah. It was nearly like trading Pokemon cards. It was <laughs> like, I'm on this one and I'm on this one. But there was one girl in our group and like to say she suffered really, really badly with her periods. So like, I definitely armchair diagnosis would have said some form of endometriosis or something mm-hmm. and like she really really used to suffer with them and she refused to go on the pill like just wouldn't like she had this thing about it like that you know she just wouldn't go on it and like her parents wouldn't like allow her to go on it and like she had the same GP as me and one of the other girls and like he was so supportive about the whole thing and really informed and like you know going on the pill like does not mean anything like it's a medical you know thing like you just like yeah like you know it's it doesn't signal anything or like whatever about you it's a personal decision and if you need it for a healthcare reason like go get it like and you know um I it's really helped me and it really helped like other people but like I did notice even when we did the survey last year about periods and stuff that like uh, some people were sending in things about like you know going on the pill like that they were nervous to go on it or like they thought that that would like say something about them mm-hmm. and like that made me quite sad because like you know it doesn't and like even if you know you are sexually active like at whatever age as long as like you know consenting adults like age consent is 17 in Ireland like who cares what you're doing like it's no one else's business like and you don't have to tell people if you're going on the pill or whatever like but like I do think there is a, a still a bit of a stigma and I really wish there wasn't because it is a medical you know yeah thing to help like with a number of different issues yeah exactly like it's kind of like people they just hear the pill and they automatically just think contraceptive rather than all of the other things that it does help with like you know period management pain management that kind of stuff and it's like maybe think broaden your horizons a little bit and think yeah. a little bit outside the box like it's not just a contraceptive and I mean if you're a teen going on the pill and then you like find yourself in a relationship it's a handy backup to have yeah it's it's a win-win situation I don't know why a parent wouldn't be like happy about it yeah like in I remember like talking about my mom like later on about it and she was kind of like I wish I could have been putting it in your cornflakes when you were 12 just to make sure and I was like Jesus ma'am like you know like (laughs) there was no fear of anything you're 12 that would be yeah it's like are we living in the middle ages (laughs) but yeah yeah it is it's very because I remember being on it and kind of being like ashamed to be on it and kind of like I had an alert on my phone but if it went off around my friends I'd be kind of like trying to hide my phone and things like that because I was I was 15 just turning 16 when I went on to it and it was kind of like oh like that's very young I remember my mom being like now that's no excuse <laughs> I was like, oh. all right ma'am um but yeah like you know it was just kind of like a very like taboo thing and I even remember like I say saying my little cousin she's like a year younger than me and I remember seeing like a pill packet in her room and be like oh, she must be having sex <laughs> like, I was like what am I doing <laughs> Get yeah. yeah it was just so fun like that was the first thing that and it's just like it goes to show how like the stigma that you kind of apply to yourself I was so like yeah, I, like I was so like oh someone's gonna think I'm having sex even though who cares if I'm having sex yeah. like whatever but like it was kind of like, oh, you must be doing it. Nah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's kind of weird how this, it's kind of cyclical, like like a period. Yeah, no, like it, it definitely is something. But like, I remember being like very grateful that we started to talk about things like that at my lunch table. Because like, as I said, like for a few years, like I said, 
to no one like honestly like I would have died before I even mentioned anything about periods or anything yeah. whereas like when I kind of got into fifth and sixth year and we used to start talking about like different things at the lunch table I found that like so great because I didn't feel so alone and even like when the day I was going up to the hospital like all my friends knew like I was going up and like afterwards like asked me you know how I got on and then like yeah. I knew that all them had been on the pill and they were all fine on the pill and like it is just really good to have people to talk about and I think yeah shame is still such a huge thing about periods in this country and like I felt so ashamed and like embarrassed to talk about like periods like for you know kind of the first few years I was 12 when I started my um period I remember like I just didn't say it to anyone like any of my friends in school and it turned out like they were the exact same you know like it was just kind of we were told to like don't talk about it just in case someone else doesn't actually know like the birds and the bees I was like they should really know at that point like honestly yeah it's not like it's not a it's not another 12 year old's responsibility to protect another 12 year old from something that is inevitable really yeah I remember that like by the time we had the talk in sixth year like it was like well into like the end of sixth year like and I'd already started like my period and like there were other girls in the class who had as well so like imagine if like we hadn't like been told at home and like yeah. you know we had to start our period if I would have thought like oh my god I'm dying but like yeah like I, I just kind of felt like that was that shame and embarrassment was kind of ingrained in me in like an early age and then like it was only like as I kind of got older and in my teens and I started talking with my friends and they were the same thing that like you realize that like you're not the only one and it's nice to have support you know especially if there's like something that you're not sure about um it it is really good to lean on those around you yeah definitely and I think yeah like there if you're on the pill and you're like a bit like oh god like I don't want people to find it. like probably most of the people sitting at your lunch table are on the pill for whatever reason like it's it's kind of it's so strange how we all think we're like unique in our like worries and then yeah. you tell someone and they're like oh me too it's yeah it's kind of gas yeah no like and I think that like that's why it is like so important to like you know start having those conversations with your friends because like it is so lonely and so isolating as a teen like you really do think like you're out there against the world like no one else understands and like even if they don't understand like completely or like you know they're not experiencing that issue it doesn't mean that they can't like support you or like comfort you you know like if you're going through something and like it really is you know like sharing your problems does make them like not so heavy like I just feel like sometimes the burden of like all these worries are like a lot yeah I could just kind of wish like if I could talk to my younger self was like you know to be a bit more like just kind of talk to people more about like how you're feeling and stuff because like it does you find a solution then it was like there like it took me so long to say to my mom that like I thought there was something wrong and then like straight away I went to the doctor and got sorted like if I had done that a few years before I wouldn't have spent so long worrying about it yeah yeah it is it's kind of and like the like you can kind of like I think it takes a while for you to understand like what's kind of considered normal in air quotes and what's not like do you know like we're told like your period is going to be painful but there are moments when the pain is unbelievable and some people will just go oh she's like that's my period like I remember lying on the bathroom floor not being able to move because I was in so much pain at like 12 years old and just being like oh yeah but like tv and movies and like my mom said you know periods will be painful so this is kind of what could I expect and like not not like you said not telling your mom I didn't really tell my mom that I was in this horrendous pain because it was just kind of like so normalized and I think that that's a lot when it comes to women's health care especially is just like yeah it's supposed to be painful do you know what I mean from, yeah. from like everything like p- periods pregnancy births all those kind of things it's like oh, it's supposed to be painful and it's like mm, yeah there's like painful. a kind of yeah get on with a sort of an yeah. attitude or like whatever like yeah no it's 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 very hard to figure out at that age when like periods are so new like what is your normal like so like if someone's listening to this now and they're kind of freaking out like don't because like you know I remember like when I started my period it was really strange because like for the first few months I had them quite regularly and like they were quite heavy like as well Mm -hmm. and then like it's like they just went away like it really freaked me out like I was really like oh my god like what like has happened Mm -hmm. and um like that was kind of the start of like the PCOS um um, I think I started saying this. I always go off on like tangents but yeah when I started tracking them on the flow app and on the Fitbit I realized that like I actually do have like 
maybe about like 80% of the time my period is down to like 45 days like my cycle is down to 45 days like whereas like a few years ago like I would have said it was maybe like every like four to six months so like it has actually like started to like regulate or whatever but like everyone is different like that's just my normal now like when I put it into the flow app they were like you should speak to your doctor and I was like I have spoken to my doctor I know what my normal is and like mm-hmm. you know and your normal changes because like as I said like when I started my period it was like quite regular and then it changed up so like you know if something does kind of happen like do mention it to your GP like as I said like they've seen and heard it all like there's nothing to be embarrassed about when it comes to periods it is a normal thing for your body to go through just as normal as everything else so like don't be embarrassed or ashamed to just be like here I'm not sure if this is normal like can yeah. you just about it and don't just ignore pain or yeah especially pain like you know like as I said like that girl who has friends like she used to be in agony like my mom had endometriosis I really hope I don't inherit that from her and on top of everything else and because she actually doesn't have PCOS um which is kind of a strange thing um I actually think I got it from the other side of the family (laughs) and like you just you kind of just assume like it would come from like your mother's side um but I don't think it actually did but anyway yeah like that girl like she's been agony and my mom used to be like she like her parents should be like doing something about it but like her parents just didn't agree with her going on the pill because of all their preconceived notions about what it would mean that's just so annoying like isn't it it annoyed me even at the time I was like watching her literally be in absolute agony and crying in the bathroom like just be like you like you shouldn't have to be going through this like yeah and it's just it doesn't make any sense like if you're on the pill you're on the pill if you're having sex you're having sex isn't it better to be having safe sex like always use a condom obviously because sdi is yeah. but yeah. like do you know what i mean like it just doesn't there's so much stigma and shame especially in this country and it just doesn't make any sense like teenagers are doing bits that's the rule of thumb for teenagers because back in the middle ages we would have been dead at 20 so you had to get it done do you know what i mean <laughs> Our bodies are still following that kind of pattern. So it doesn't make any sense that people are like, oh, no, you're not going on the pill at 16, 17 because you might have sex. Yeah, it's not like you go on the pill and you suddenly have like a flash in light. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's just awful that there is this kind of stigma and there are people who get periods in absolute agony. And even sometimes though even though you go like you hear stories of people going to their gps or going to doctors and like their pain isn't believed or it's dismissed as something else or they target your weight or something and it's yeah, like they'll grow out of it you know they'll yeah. down, especially when you're a young teen as well and yeah and it's like um i'm still a person and i'm in really bad pain so it's your job to fix something and do something i'm paying you 60 quid to be here to fix this yeah. problem or help fix it and at least and like it's just like I've heard so many stories of people be and it's like I went in and I was in really bad pain and the doctor said oh lose weight and come back to me in six months what yeah no like as I said it's only like when I've been thinking about it the past few weeks I feel so lucky that that day I said it to my doctor that like he took me seriously and he sent me for proper you know testing like you know because at the end of the day like he's like they're just gps like they're not specialized whereas like they sent me to a gynecologist and that's their you know everything that they deal with so like you know i was really really lucky but like if you're not in that position that your gp is um you know as proactive and you know willing to take you seriously and your pain or your worries even it doesn't even you know you don't need to have to be in pain with periods to be it's stressing you out yeah because like I wasn't like um I used to have like really light periods like sometimes I'm like why can't I just go back to that like I had it good <laughs> but like I didn't know what was wrong with me and not know what ro- is wrong with you is really really stressful so like yeah push and advocate for yourself and if you're not getting anywhere with your GP try finding a new one like I, I really feel like so passionate that like you should like find someone who like is in your corner like all the time yeah yeah and like you know if you want to go on the pill for whatever reason like just go on it and like I was, that's what I was about to say this sounds like an ad for the pill like you know it, it, it's not even though you know we're always open to a spawn con <laughs> but like there's other long term contraceptive choices and I really would advocate for everyone to like research about what 
you know, would suit them because like, like you said earlier on, like, you know, you might be in a relationship now or like you could be like down the road or, you know, you might have an encounter sometime and like, it's good to just like, you know, have a permanent, well, like semi-permanent, like contraceptive just there working away in the background yeah uh, it is important to still use condoms for like stis and all that kind of stuff but like it is just good to have something there instead of you know something happening and you kind of have to then go down the road of trying to get like emergency contraceptive and stuff like it's good to just you know have your back up there working away doing its own thing <laughs> it's like you're like moving it's like yeah. feeling your stomach like dancing. yeah i should like have an ad for this <laughs> Yeah, but it is very true, though. Um, yeah, and it is, it's the stigma just needs to bye bye because it's unnecessary. And, it yeah, and a lot square. of it is internalized as well. Like, it really oh, yeah. is. Like, so um, I, I would encourage you to like get rid of that um, kind of stigma yourself. And yeah. um, you want to go on the pill for any reason, just go into your doctor's office and demand it. Do you have to have like parental consent or anything? I'm not sure. Like that's actually it's kind of entered my mind there a few times when we were talking. Um, I am not sure. I think there is something about like you are able to consent to like medical decisions over the age of sixteen. Um, mm-hmm. I would chat to your GP if you have concerns about that. About if um one of your parents or both your parents or guardian um, you know, isn't on board with it or um whatever just chat or even chat to a pharmacist if you go into a pharmacy yeah you can actually speak to um a pharmacist in their consultation room all pharmacies have to have a consultation room now um also just to say like i did mention the emergency contraceptive there just wanted to say that because i wish i had known this um you don't need a prescription for the emergency contraceptive you can just go into a pharmacy ask to speak to them privately and um, they will sort you out you don't need to go to your doctor or anything for it um so like they're very knowledgeable about you know they're not nearly as knowledgeable as gps about stuff so like if you want to see if you can get contraceptive pill without parental consent for whatever reason they'll mm-hmm. tell you what the age is i'd say it's 16 or 17 i definitely would imagine 17 seeing as that is the age of consent yeah we'll check it out though and i'll try pop it in the notes yeah i was gonna say something i remember getting my prescription filled and i was like i was like 22 21 or something and i remember like the pharmacist like asking me all these questions and I was like I've been prescribed this like I'm not I'm not holding you up like with a gun to give me a pill like just give me the pill like just why are you asking me these questions none of your business and like it almost it's like you feel obliged to answer these questions because this is like maybe they're older than you or they're like you know they have an authority because they're a medical person and it's like this is really none of your business. Like sometimes if you ring your GP, like the secretary must might ask you questions and it's like, you're technically not allowed to do that. Yeah. Why are you asking me? And I, yeah, I just, I, I thought that was very strange. It's like, sorry, what? <laughs> it's like, I've been given a prescription. My doctor has obviously sanctioned it. I'm fine. Please give it to me now. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? go away um but yeah there are side effects to the pill we probably should just mention that yeah w- w- like which I suppose is like how I ended up in the place where I am now <laughs> I did have um side effects to it like I mentioned um like look I, I was just on the wrong pill like obviously my body has like changed so like they're um investigating that now I will update you all <laughs> next week on like what uh, happens but yeah there are side effects to it like every medication that you mm-hmm. take there, you know there's nothing like if you even take like a panadol or like paracetamol Rennie, whatever there's like a little booklet that comes with it and it nearly is like you are going to die <laughs> I, mean, I remember the, yes we all will I remember the first time like I got the pill like I was all fascinated by it, it was nearly like a new toy I was like what is this and I like read the pamphlet inside out and I like it was huge and I honestly I was like I'm going to die yeah like, like it just terrified you signed your debt warrant or something it's yeah like, oh, well this is it yeah, I have been sent to hospital numerous times uh, with suspected blood <laughs> It got to a point where I was sent in one time and my mom and I were driving into the hospital and we were like, will we stop for Chinese? <laughs> and then went to A&E because I was like, it's not going to be anything. The last time I went, I think I was 23 or so. And I was sitting up with my mom in a and I actually bumped into my best friend. She was in there as well. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, 
And I was in the waiting room for ages and they took my blood and they did all this. And then they came like to give me the results. And this doctor like called me through like the double doors of doom. And he was like, um, oh, like y- you need your mom. And I was like, am I dying? Like, what? <laughs> my mom was just sitting there. I was like, what? And he was like, your, your mother, you-, you need her to come with you. And I was like, oh my God, there's something seriously like, wrong. Yes. So I'm like, mom, come on, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> so we get into the room and he's like looking at my chart and he's like 1995 19. he was like oh I thought you were like 16 sorry she doesn't need to be here and I was like I thought he was dying <laughs> and he's just like oh no sorry you just look really young I was like thanks but no like I was li- I was like oh my god like there's something seriously wrong um but I just have like a weird leg that I wake up in is horrendous pain with sometimes in the middle of the night and feel like I'm being stabbed in the back of my calf but yeah calf pain is a is a sign of a blood clot so just be aware of that if you're on yeah but, but you never actually had a blood clot with no I never had a blood clot yeah. it just got to this, like it was just so and no one no it was it was almost like I went to numerous doctors about it and it was like that was just their like instant oh you're on the pill it must be a blood clot and it's like I've been to A&E about this twice already no it might be a blood clot go to A&E and it's like it's not a blood clot and I still don't know what's wrong with it it's just like a chronic pain thing I don't know nobody's able to give me a diagnosis I've had ultrasounds I've had everything I went for an ultrasound on it and he like popped on the gel and was like doing this and I'm like there's no heartbeat (laughs) (laughs) you're not pregnant it's your leg (laughs) I honestly shouldn't be allowed around medical people but yeah, so I don't know what time with me. I used to get like cramps in my legs, but they stopped. It was only as you were saying. I was like, oh, that hasn't happened to me. I used to get like really bad. And I used to have to like, hop about a bed in the middle of the night, stand on it. And then I used to fall back asleep like straight away. Yeah, no, you have to kind of like ease on to stand on it. Like it's horrendous pain. I haven't had one now in like six months, touch wood, but they, they're really painful. Yeah. I'm curious to see if childbirth is anyway like that, if I ever do have a child that's my that's my paradigm for for like oh I I I had sciatica there a few months ago and I was like if childbirth is ever like this I'm not doing it but it's the thing it's like how painful is it really is it as painful as this leg because this is freaking painful (laughs) um oh god yeah be aware of the side effects yeah there are side effects like I sometimes feel like it's a bit like the covid vaccine there will always be a small minority of people who have a reaction to it it doesn't mean that you're going to have a reaction to it and mm-hmm. um, i remember like when i was in college again we used to talk about launching like pokemon cards trade and i'm on this pill and i'm on that pill and like i remember one girl was like i think she might have possibly had a blood clot or something it's a few years ago now i can't remember i know she had a serious issue anyway and like anytime i heard that pill name i was like i'd never go on that like you, you can't prejudice yourself against mm-hmm like everyone is different like it goes to show like I was on this pill I won't say which name it is because I don't want people to be like oh my god I'm on that now and I'm going to like have a reaction I was on it for years and I was absolutely grand and you know just obviously in the meantime my body has changed my hormone levels have changed it didn't agree with me at all this time and it was just that I just didn't feel myself was really headachy could have killed someone (laughs) I texted one of my friends and I was like I feel really homicidal and she was like did you mean to say hormonal and I was like no I'm dramatic (laughs) homicidal (laughs) Uh, it's like that um Wednesday Adams meme it's like she's at that age where she's only got one thing on her mind boys homicide <laughs> <laughs> that was Dania yeah I was I was on the pill for 10 years consistently and I think I was on five different ones because sometimes it just went nope this doesn't agree with me anymore and had to have like a few different blood tests I remember going in for a blood test when I was like 19 and the doctor was like she was like well, you're very fertile I was like okay what that's so why like, I'm here pill that would like you know yeah push that down. Yeah, I kind of cramped that down a bit for a while I went out because Christian was in the car waiting for me and I was like I'm very fertile he was like what <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it your your hormones do change like I've been on the mini pill I've been on like different kind of levels of like an estrogen pill a progesterone is that how you pronounce it pill yeah there's different things that you're kind of like you said like your blood should be taken before you are put on it because that will tell them what levels need to be adjusted and for what reasons so yeah um yeah it's it's fine to go back to your gp and be like "Mm, don't think this is agreeing with me anymore um you're supposed to technically consult your gp when you come off of it as well i didn't oh yeah i used to be honest like a merry-go-round there for a while like be like oh yeah honest yeah no office 
Yeah, I, I went into her and she was like, oh, do you need your refill for your... I was like, no, I came off that. And she was like, oh. And she was like, well, we can... And she was like, why? And I was like, oh, I just wasn't wasn't vibing with it, like, you know. And she was like, all oh, right, yeah, well, we can find one that, like, you do vibe with because I used that exact terminology. And she was like, and I was like, nah. And she's like, I was like, it was kind of like, why wouldn't you want to be on the pill? I was like, do you have stock? Are you getting money off this? What? Um, but like that is actually something as well like you know um I was like randomly taken off the pill I was on by my doctor and like he just put me on to like another one and like I didn't agree with me mm-hmm. um at the time and like you know some of them do kind of have allegiances to certain um brands and different pills so like that's just something to be aware of um, as well and like again like if your friend is on like one type of pill and she's like vibing with that it doesn't mean you are going to either so like I wouldn't really get bogged down in like which pill someone is on or even like your sister or like anyone in your family because like everyone is so different and like it does take a while to find one like they really should be doing blood tests like I know they check your blood pressure and it's important to get your blood pressure checked a few times a year just to monitor it as well. My blood pressure was absolutely perfect the day I went in to get it. I went in last week to get a check just to be on the safe side. And I went in the first time. He was like, oh, okay. Sit there for a few minutes now and we'll see what it's like. He was like, it's very high. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm dying. They're going to have to call an ambulance for me. And he was like, did you walk really fast up here? Because it might just be that. And I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm having a reaction to the pill. And he was like, just sit there for a few minutes now and just try to chill out. And he came back a few minutes later and it was perfect. Just like you, like, um, <laughs> away in the corner for a few minutes. Yeah, I always find like being at the doctor is nerve wracking, even though like you're like just there. So like your blood pressure is going to be high. My mom cannot go get blood pressure taken because every time she goes in, her blood pressure just skyrockets. The doctor told her she has white coat syndrome. We have the machine. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, I should just get one so we can have it. And I was like, I could just jump out at you sometime and like take <laughs> I think if you jump out at me, like it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's like it just like attack you or something. I don't get see. I have a thing where like I I don't enjoy going to the doctor like because uh, number one it's expensive and number two I always feel like they're trying to catch you out. Like people are like, oh, I'm so afraid of the dentist. I'm like, dentists don't ask you questions. Dentists you, they can't because your mouth's open. You just lie there and go, ah, uh, you know. Like doctors ask you questions and you're like, I have this pain or I have this and that, and they're like, ask you all these questions and it's like, I'm not lying. Yeah, I know. Panicky as well. I'm like, I, I don't know. I and, and like, I would know, but you just get so like put on the spot. You're just like, I don't know. Stop asking me these things. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very intense. Like sometimes my my aunt is a nurse, and my uncle, who she's married to, is a doctor, and I just sometimes text them and be like, What is this? <laughs> Am I okay? I remember one time I was like on the way to any with a blood clot, and it was like, Nah, it's not a blood clot. And I was like, I know it's not a blood clot. You know it's not a blood clot, but we have to go see if it's a blood clot because I'll be I'll be. Uh, killed if I don't get it checked out by my doctor but like you know that kind of thing it's like what else could my my bad leg be just asking for a consultation rather than going to the doctor because I just ask so many questions yeah very private person so Sam except for when we're broadcasting everything on this podcast yeah just be like going to your doctor I'm not taking questions at this time listen to our podcast and then come back to us yes exactly but yeah but yeah that that's my tail part of my tail I'll probably forget something now and be like oh I should have mentioned that but yeah I'm going to see the um doctor like next week yeah um so I'll see what he says hopefully you're not dying <laughs> when I rang like to make the appointment she was like you're not pregnant are you and I was like well I hope not yeah I hate that question it's like I don't know I could be <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. We will come back to this topic of like periods and everything um, in the new year. There's a few um, guests that we'll have on as well. So um, we'll try to come back to it because like we got so much. Like, honestly, we never got such a huge reaction as we did to the survey we did last year about mm-hmm. periods, like the amount of stuff that came in. And I think it's something that really just stress people out. So we will chat about it. Yeah, quite a I think bit. it would so be a good pretty- idea to like try get like questions in about like things like PCOS and like endometriosis and get like a medical person on. Yeah, I, I'm going to try find someone to come on to like answer questions because I would have really liked that. Like when I was a teenager, to be like, you know, like 
I don't want to be like, am I normal? Because like everyone has a different type of normal. But I remember I was constantly going, am I normal? I'm not normal. Like, you know, everyone is in their own shape and form normal. Like, you know, yeah. like we're, we're, we're all just kind of different. But like, I do feel like I felt like there was something really wrong with me. And like there wasn't. But like, I would have liked some place that I could have sent in a question about yeah. it. Felt more reassured. Yeah, because I'm just thinking back to like sex education in school or lack of. And like thinking about like the whole like you're going to get your period and it's like very sciencey and all that kind of stuff. But there is no mention of like these kind of um, what would you call them? They're not illnesses, are they? No. No, I suppose just like things like yeah. that go wrong. Yeah, and go and go with periods for a lot yeah. of people, and it's like totally not spoken about, and you don't get the opportunity to ask questions about it, and it's like wait what and then like you're 26 or 27 and it's like yeah you have this thing and it's like sorry what yeah I remember being really freaked out like when like in science and all this kind of thing it was like cycles are 28 days 28 mm. days you should have your period every 28 days it just felt like 28 days which was like flashing yeah. in front of me the whole time and I was like I don't have them like at all like I'm at the time like there wasn't all the apps and stuff now I would really really encourage everyone to start yeah. tracking their cycles now like it doesn't matter if you if you are normal just like download one of those apps like they're free or if you have a fitbit or like an apple watch or whatever there's all these apps in it and like it tracks it for you so like you can just tell you know like like we keep saying like your normal could change down the road so like at least Mm -hmm. you'll know and you have all that data there but especially if your periods are irregular start tracking them because like I actually would have said last year my periods were really really irregular but it was only when I started tracking it I could see that there was actually a little bit of a like pattern there and if you see it in front of you it's easier to actually feel a bit more reassured yeah and sometimes your periods like it's not the fact that they have a long distance between them sometimes some people get their period every two weeks like yeah that's something that you need to go to your gp about as well and handy if you have an app or something and you can be like here this is how regular or irregular they are do something about it please yeah and it's really good to also on these apps you can track like how heavy and stuff they mm-hmm. are because that's another mm-hmm. thing like you know like s- some people can have like really really heavy periods and like that's something that can actually affect you like down the road and stuff so it's something to keep an eye on like again don't want to freak anyone out but like it's just something to keep an eye on because I do actually know someone and they just thought it was completely normal to be nearly hemorrhaging like every month and it ended up like they had to have blood transfusions because they let their iron levels go so low oh no yeah so like again don't want to freak anyone out but it's just something to keep an eye on like don't dismiss something as oh that's normal like if it feels even slightly oh I'm not sure about that go Mm -hmm. to your GP and say it to them or like ring them up or talk to someone about it um and just kind of get it looked at because you know it it mightn't be like and it, it can be something really small like that you might just need to even start taking a supplement or something to help with it like it doesn't mean like you have to go on the pill if you don't want to go on the pill but it's just it's important to monitor all these different types of things yeah yeah what growing up like the apps are really handy like so if you have a smartphone and you have access to the apps like there's free versions of most of them yeah um definitely use them because they are very handy and I do wish that I had them when I was a teen I remember when I was in first year, it was really weird. We had this lady come in and speak to us about periods. And it was really informative. It was actually like an always representative because she gave us like a little always pack afterwards. But I remember her saying at the time to like the little calendar app on your phone, like to just like pop in, like when you start your period and when you end your period on that. So like, even if you don't have a smartphone, if you can just like note it down in a calendar or even like on a calendar app, if you have like even just kind of a basic phone or whatever, if you can. Or your school journal, just right yeah red dot or something yeah exactly like there's loads of different ways you can track it but yeah I would really really recommend it something I wish I had it done like back then because like even when I went to the doctor he was like how regular are they and like you're kind of like trying to like remember and like you know it's easier if you have all the information there because you can spot your own sort of pattern because like some people's periods are like you know could be like 35 days 40 days 50 days like but like that's their normal but like it's Mm -hmm. easier to spot that that's your normal if you're making a record of it yeah definitely and it's handy is like if you sometimes when you go in for things like to your doctor and they're like when was your last period and it's like I don't know did snow fall next week last winter like I don't know 
oh I never done and now I'm like wait it was this yeah, day I have all this data right here in front of me <laughs> yeah because I remember going for my smear test and she was like when was your last period I was like when was it supposed to be she was like well it should be like two weeks ago I was like Grant, yeah two weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know could have been any time it just wasn't paying that much attention to the dates and but like if you have it on your phone it's just like okay yeah log it started my period grand yeah and that was that but yeah I didn't get a period last month my mother was up the walls <laughs> I was like mommy I'm not pregnant she was like you never know <laughs> oh she was so relieved when I got it I was just like knew what was going on oh she's funny she makes my lol but yeah she worries for me Good she doesn't want to grant yeah she's like, not being a granny um but yeah my mom's like get loads of dogs <laughs> loads of cats from my mom just be like fur babies they're so cute um but yeah is there anything else we need to say i'm trying to think no i think that's everything we, like as i said we'll come back to it again i yeah. shall keep you all informed about what happens just bring the microphone in with me on monday when i have my appointment <laughs> I'm just gonna set this up here. If you could talk into the mic, yeah, project your voice there now. <laughs> I mean, you could, yeah. Be like, and be like, I have a few questions, and just start interviewing them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, hopefully, it's it's not. It's just they'll find you a, a good match. For oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not in any way like worried or anything about it. Like it's obviously just they need to find like the right one. I was really grateful. I actually ended up bringing Leia last week because I couldn't get oh yeah so I rang my doctor last Monday again and I was like okay like I need a different pill and he was like yeah I can see you like the following Friday like nearly two weeks away and I was like no like it's okay so like I actually rang Leia and they do like a video consultation and the doctor I got she was really really nice and really informative and she was actually the one who referred me to go back to the gynecologist she was like there's no point me like trying to put you on different ones she was like something's gone wrong We'll figure it out and like I appreciate that because I really do think if I had I went into my actual GP he just would have popped me on another pillow and it just would have been like a grand experiment to see how I yeah that. yeah and that's not really fair like on you because it's a waste of time and money as well like you're paying yeah, exactly. you're paying for the doctor's consultation you have to pay for the scripts thing the prescription yeah. itself you have to pay, pay to fill it by the end of it it's over 100 euro like yeah and the they are bringing it in if you're under 25 next year like they are going to start paying for this I think they should be paying it for anyone who wants contraceptives or like for whatever reason medical reasons or whatever like it's an expensive thing they do it in other countries they should be doing it here yeah every I mean the whole thing should be free but thanks for listening Um, yeah if there's anything you want us to talk about like if work we we will be doing more um about all this topic like let us know everything yeah everything's anonymous like don't worry um and we will try get someone on to chat about it but anyway in the meantime thanks for listening i've been danielle i've been jesse hi